I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Hello and welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about part six of this great series with greatest upsets of all time. Go look at great upsets so you, you, the consumer, can get better at making your own picks and choosing upsets in the future. The history lesson for the real basketball, the real ones, the day ones. (laughs) All right, so... San Antonio Spurs beating the Miami Heat 2014. We got um, an amazing upset. NBA Finals. The San Antonio Spurs were a team that relied, were very veteran. They just lost the previous year in the NBA Finals against the Miami Heat. So they had plenty of time to figure out how to stop the Miami Heat. Their players like Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Mano Ginobili, Kawhi Leonard, Patty Mills, Tiago Splitter, Boris Diaw. And he was very important then later in the series. And shooters like Marco Bellinelli and Danny Green, who's also an extremely elite defender. And you throw in that elite defender with other elite defenders like Tim Duncan. And, you know, they had height, length, and size. It's a big team. Um, and Greg Popovich is obviously a basketball genius. A high basketball IQ. Offensively, they had a lot of depth. They had Kawhi Leonard, who was a shot creator. They had Tim Duncan, who was still dominant in the post. And Tiago Splitter, who was pretty decent in the post. Um, Tony Parker was a really great underrated pick-and-roll guy. Smooth operator, really fast, able to use angles well, finishes really well. Um, and obviously, Manu Nobly is a great shot creator for himself. And, you know, Danny Green's this great 3-and-D guy. And uh, yeah, you embarrassed Diaw. I always had this old man game, really odd to watch, but it somehow worked. Um, the Miami Heat that year had uh, came in with the favorites. Uh, they had LeBron, D Wade, Chris Bosh, Michael Beasley, Rashard Lewis, Ray Allen, Mario Charmos, Norris Cole, Chris Anderson, um, and Shane Battier. So they had some shooting, and that was important. And they had. Um, they had the biggest weakness was Dwayne Wade of the big three because he was aging very fast. And, um, you know, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James are both great at attacking the basket. So if you have defensive length and size, uh, to disrupt them, you could cause problems for them. Um, I mean, LeBron is going to dominate basically no matter what, but Dwayne Wade against size and length when he was already declining athletically is not a great matchup. 
Um, and, you know, you have most of your money in three players, so they don't have a ton of great depth at the shot creation. So you take away the inside and you focus on that defensively. You just let them shoot three-point shots. Those three-point shooters wouldn't get enough three-point shots in a game to really make a huge difference, even if they had good efficiency from shooting. So the way to beat this team was to have a team with size, with defenders, and a great bench. Because obviously, Miami Heat, not a, not the team with a great bench. Um, and a basketball, and head coach with the basketball IQ to expose the Miami Heat, uh, what they were great at. And I'm sure you understand what we literally just described. High basketball IQ, we got um, Greg Popovich. We got the size of Tiago Splitter and Tim Duncan two seven-footers, and you got Kawhi Leonard, who's a defensive specialist, and another defensive specialist, well, you know, and Daniel Green, who's going to stop, so they match up really well. Um, And basically, those two guys are the best two defenders on the Spurs, are the best two positions for the Miami Heat, the two guard and the three. Um, So they had great defenders at those positions while having the size and the defensive scheme to cause them problems. And you had Manoj Nobly, who completely dominated the bench of the Miami Heat because they didn't have many great players. Um, and, you know, after game one, it looks like Boris Diaw, six foot nine power forward, was put in instead of Tiago Splitter. But they still had a lot of size with him. And he was a bigger human being. So he was tough to drive on and get by and finish around. Um you know, he, they also were the San Antonio Spurs did a really good job of verticality. They were all really well at not really drawing fouls and trying to attack the people who were trying to finish at the rim by shot blocking. They were more like, we'll challenge you at the rim, but we're not going to draw fouls. Um, they're really well coached at that. The details is something Greg Popovich always does. And ex- ex- excellent. Um, and they're going to slow down the pace of play. Obviously, that's the way the Spurs work. And they're not going to let the Miami Heat really get into um, the rhythm that they want. Um, and the statistics is insane from the series about how well the Miami sh- uh, Heat shooters shot from the field. All right. Game one. We got Ray Allen shooting 37.5% from the three-point line, having 16 points. Uh, Chris Bosh shot 75% from the line, having 18 points. Game two, Rashard Lewis shot 42.9% from the three-point line, had 14 points. Rashard Lewis is ridiculous. This is the most insane game I've seen. Game three, Rashard Lewis has shoots 80% from the three-point line, has 14 points. Ray Allen shoots 50% from the three-point line, has 11 points. Game four, Ray Allen shoots 50% from the three-point line, has eight points. Game five, Richard Lewis shoots 50% from the three-point line, has three points. Yes, he attempted two three-point shots in that game and made one. Um, so what does that statistic show? Why did, we, why did we show that? Well, basically, it came in with the letting of the idea of what the Spurs were doing. They're going to say, hey, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, all our defensive focus is going to be on the paint. You, we'll, let, we'll live with those shooters. We'll give them good looks. Um, but they're not great shot creators from the perimeter, so there's not like anything to be wary of. But they shot amazingly from the three-point line. And what this should show you, and what is amazing, is why was there no, okay, you want to do that? We're going to run a bunch of off-balls from Rashard Lewis and Ray Lewis, Ray, Ray Allen. Oh, you want to do that? Okay, we'll tell them tonight they both get up 10 to 15 threes. I don't care what happens. We're going to focus specifically on breaking out your defense. Oh, okay. 
you want to just stop the paint? We're going to make you pay by getting out the shot attempts required to make a team pay. You can't make a team pay with less than five three-point shots a game from the three-point line. And the inability of the Miami Heat, Eric Spolster wasn't the amazing coach he is today. The inability of the Miami Heat to adjust to one simple thing that the San Antonio Spurs did the whole series is amazing. There are some really, really stupid things that people have done in the history of time, and this is one of them. The, the Miami Heat blew it here. It's just a terrible coach, coaching thing because Dwayne Wade's getting all these shots. LeBron James are getting all these shots. They're getting so many shots in the game that those other guys who are shooting extremely well are not getting the shots up that they needed. And the defense was allowing. They were trying to force that what there was they were winning with all season onto the Spurs. Oh, they're winning game three, game four. You know, we're going to keep on doing the same thing. It's going to happen. It's going to break for us. No, they never adjusted to the, the Spurs. So because of that, they got slapped. It's crazy to think of that because they had legitimately, historically impressive three-point shoot. Chris Bosh was like his before his time stretch big. Rashard Lewis was is an elite top 3%, top 2% standstill three-point shooter of all time at the small forward position. And obviously, Ray Allen's Ray Allen. If you don't know basketball, he was all-time later in three-point shots until Steph Curry broke his record. Like, they had those level of shooters, and they didn't just say, okay, you're going to leave those historically impressive shooters open? Thank you. They weren't willing to do that. They were being too stuck in their ways and not adjusting the defense and LeBron James loses another ring. So it's all LeBron James's fault, obviously. <laughs> um, you know, it's not. It's, it's Greg Pop, Greg Popovich and Eric Spolstra, Eric Spolstra taking the L here. Can't be stringent on what you So, yeah. So this is the breakdown of this uh, a legendary NBA Finals. I mean, the Spurs pulling off this was amazing to watch. Um, it was a great series, uh, you know, and uh, this is part six. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a teaser. So part seven and part eight, which are going to be coming out next week. Part seven is the six seed Brooklyn Nets beat the three seed Toronto Raptors in 2014. That's going to be part seven. There's a lot of big players on that team. Those DeMar and Kyle Lowry starting to break out of the, you know, break, break onto the scene there. And uh, the one after that is another big one. This is huge. Dallas Mavericks beating the Miami Heat in 2011. Yes, that's the eighth one. Dirk's ring, NBA Finals, Big Three's first NBA championship ex- um, appearance. Definitely not going to want to miss that. The breakdown of that is honestly amazingly impressive. Um, so we got a we got a lot of things relating to the Dallas Mavericks. They had some bad years and some good years. So yeah, this is going to be uh, part six for the series. Again, we're trying to just give you guys some history lesson here so you guys can learn from what history has told you and make better picks for yourself in the future and understand basketball at a higher level. Um, so yeah, I'm Jason Collins. Uh, Chris Mahomes is not able to make it to this one. Uh, you guys can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere we download podcasts. Uh, hitting that comment comment and uh leaving a review really helps us right now i think we're at five stars for both platforms and uh we're on youtube tiktok uh instagram all of it we're on you if you want to guys find our content different ways we're on all those platforms so yeah i'm jason collins uh one half of the basketball addicts peace out
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.